everybody, I'm Jason Klaus, and I want to give you kind of a brief rundown of what you can expect here on our family of shows under the Jackal Creations Podcast Network. It starts every Tuesday at midnight with our flagship show, the Klaus to the Heart Podcast, where we look at the brighter things of life, the silver lining, if you will. On Thursdays, I'm joined by Jim Burgett as we bring you Tea Time, our unique views and commentary on the world around us, sports, entertainment, and anything that comes across our radar. That's available on Thursdays beginning at 1 a.m. And then on Saturday mornings at midnight, we step into Wendy's World, where I am joined by Wendy McBride Washburn as she recounts some of the funniest moments and stories of her life. And they are some of the absolute best stories that I have ever heard. And then rounding out our family of podcasts here, the Turnbuckle Time Machine, where I'm joined by Pope Brandon Brownson, Rex Havoc, and Tim Williams as we look back on some of the biggest moments and events in professional wrestling history. You can check them out all on the Anchor.fm app or exclusively on Spotify. The following is a Klaus of the Heart presentation, rated M for mature audiences only. Some language and dialogue may not be suitable for members of the family under 18 years of age. Two longtime friends with a seemingly ignorant amount of free time. And uh, we are recording. I'm just going to hit the record button now. Have decided to start their own podcast. I mean, I don't know if that's a good idea. Yeah, it can only get better, right? <laughs> <clears throat> Unique. This is their show. No format, no filter. My cup of tea, Mr. Burgett. You know what I mean? Well, I'm going to call bullshit right out of the gate. Because... Jackal Creation Podcast presents Jason Klaus and Jim Burgett. This is Tea Time. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. I'm Jason Klaus, and welcome to Tea Time here as a part of the Jackal Creations Podcast Network, uh, powered by Anchor.fm. Um, Jim Burgett, uh, my usual co-host here this week, you know, on this on this particular show, uh, hasn't had what we would like to call a stellar last few days. You know, he's run into a couple of different uh, issues, for the lack of a better term, uh, a couple of roadblocks, as it were, and we weren't able to ne- necessarily come together and and to record an episode for this week so um and instead of going a week without dropping something here on thursday morning i'm gonna run solo and uh, and i'll I'll be straight up with you it's it's been a minute since since i've done a solo podcast i mean and that's kind of funny to say because you know when I first launched the Klaus to the Heart podcast for the first like 59 episodes. That's all it was. I it was a a solo 
show. It was me picking a topic, talking about it for however long it took to get all my points out. Uh, but since then, since like episode number 60, and then subsequently with the launch of this show, and then which was followed by the Turnbuckle Time Machine, and then finally Wendy's World, I've had co-hosts on all of my different podcasts. Um, so, the, so this week is going to be a little bit different. It's going to be abbreviated. Um, and I'm not going to go into a lot of detail in, in terms of everything that's happening in, in Jim's life right now. I mean, he's, he's not sick. Um, he's, he's not in a bad way, you know, overall. There's just things that have come up that uh, he's had to take care of, that he he's had to address, that he has to find ways to, to deal with. Certainly nothing detrimental or anything like that, but it's it's still a personal enough thing to him to where it just kind of uh, knocked him off the beaten path, so, so to speak. So um, hopefully, you know, next week we can get together and he can come back on and and you know we will resume our normal our normal content. So what I thought I would do this week, and you know again this is going to be be something of an abbreviated episode because we usually go about you know forty five minutes, sometimes you know you know an hour, all depending on what we're talking about. But I'm going to take an an aspect of something that that did throw a wrench in, in the works and kind of utilize that, the basis of that, in terms of something of a topic for this week's episode of Tea Time. And um, if I had to bottom line it, it would, I, I guess I could bottom line it by calling it um, reliability and lack of commitment. Um, now, don't misunderstand me. Don't take it out of context. And I'm not saying that Jim's absence this week has, you know, that those two things fall under that 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 category with him not being here. Absolutely not. Um, look, he and I both have our own separate lives. We all have, you know, both of us have work obligations. We have family obligations. We have, you know, we have different things going on. Um, and anybody that's listened to this particular program, you know, you know how much uh, Jim is involved with extracurricular activities, whether it be softball, whether it be um, his position in the Michigan wrestling organization. Um, you know, he's he's got his hand in a lot of different activities. Um and he found out, you know, th- this week, just what a lack of commitment, how detrimental that that can be, not just for the individual that is, quote, unquote, committing the cardinal sin of not being committed or invested in an activity. He is actually, you know, the innocent bystander that gets affected by all of this. And I know this this is probably going to ruffle a few feathers, especially if any of his friends listen to this because they're going to they're going to think, "Oh, you don't know what's going on. You don't have any idea why th- things happened the way they did." No, I don't. But I do realize what you know, 
I, I understand wholeheartedly how important it is, especially when you are relying on other people for stuff, you know, how important a commitment is. Um, because without a commitment, you know, you really can't count on anybody to pull their own weight, right? And, and when, when one or more of a group, of an organization, of a team, whatever the case may be, if you don't have everybody firing on all cylinders, if you don't have a concentrated commitment to that activity, eventually it's going to start causing issues within the rest of the group, team, or organization. It's just a fact of life. That's just the way it is. Um, you know, in, in life, there's, there's a lot of aspects in life that people will reside in those areas of gray, those shades of gray, that not everything is black and white. Well, I, you know, in some cases I understand that, but more often than not, it does come down to black and white. It's either you're committed or you're not. And if you half-ass anything, eventually it's going to catch up to you. And furthermore, a lack of commitment that ultimately damns the rest of the, of the team, group, or organization um, you know, that has a real tendency to raise red flags, it has a tendency to hurt feelings, and in turn, what was once a, an enjoyable activity or a, a favorable experience has now turned into a sense of dread. And, and if, it, if it becomes a sense of dread, why are we wasting precious time in dealing with it? Now, I encounter this all the time, and I have for 27 years with, with the Michigan Wrestling Organization. We've had many, 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 many people come and go. And, um, you know, every once in a while, you get a core group of, of people that are all on the same page, that are firing on all cylinders, and when that happens, success, more often than not, will follow. If not, your, your success and your road to success is greatly hindered. And you're not moving forward as far as you would like. You're not moving forward as fast as you would hope because you're carrying dead weight. Now, again, I, I'm trying to watch what I say to some degree because, you know, ultimately I don't know the whole story. I, you know, I, I don't know everything that, that goes into play here um, as far as one of the things that has really troubled Jim this week. And look, make no mistake about it. I, we, we come on here every week and I bust his balls to, to no end about the whole softball thing. That's, you know, that's the dynamic of our friendship. You know, he he busts me about different things that I'm into, that I'm a fan of, that I like, that he may not necessarily understand, like, or enjoy. And I get that. That's, you know, that's part of what makes us individuals. We all, we all have our different passions, our different hobbies, our different interests. And they're, you know, they're not always going to resonate with everybody. Lord knows that's that's been the case with me. Um, and certainly that's the, the case with him too. 
Now, with that being said, I also know how important that that softball is. You know what? Well, fuck it. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. if he gets hot at me, he, you know, I'll 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 deal with it off the air. Um, but I use it as as an example because again, I know how important softball is. He's he's come on here week after week after week, and, and you can hear that passion in his voice. You can hear how excited he is when he's talking about his his various softball teams and what's happened in games. And, you know, even when we're not, not recording, he will send me messages after a game and, oh, man, I went – you know, three for four and knocked in four or five RBIs and I had a great game. And then in turn, he will also send me messages, man, I had a real shit outing. And, you know, I kept striking out. I I fucked up a play in the field. I did this, I did that. And, you know, there there's a legitimate passion there. Now, is it a road to MLB? No. Is it, um, you know, is it something that he can do to to make a living on? Probably not. But it's something that is very important to him. It's as, it's as important to him. Softball is as important to Jim as doing these podcasts are to me. Because these, you know, I've made no bones about the fact. If you've, if you've listened to any of my shows... During any course of time, you know how important and how much I enjoy doing this for a number of different reasons. For Jim, softball is is that release for him. It's that time to escape the reality of your everyday responsibilities and obligations. For me, it's this. It's coming into the studio. It's sitting down in front of a microphone and talking about whatever is on my mind, whatever we have a common interest in, something along these lines. Now, over the last couple of weeks, you've heard uh, you, you've heard Jim talk about his uh, his one softball league that he's in because he's in a couple of them this year. <laughs> Pardon me. And the one you know that he was really excited about was was enjoying an undefeated season. Now, granted, I realize that softball is, you know, it's, it's, people take it one of two ways. They either take it dead ass serious, like they think that they are on a fast track to a five or six figure contract with an MLB team. And there's other ones that just enjoy the art and the, Everything that goes into playing the game, the camaraderie with your teammates, the competitiveness with with uh, with an uh, an opposing uh, dugout, there you know the the mental aspect of it. Um, you know, it's 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 a good time. It's what he enjoys doing. It's it's his release. Now, during the course of the season, he has kept everybody up to speed as to what the record was. And every time he talked about this particular league or this particular team, he's had, you know, you could tell there's like a sense of pride. There's a boost in his voice 
there's a smile on his face when he's talking about it. You can't see it because you're only you only hear the audio version of it. You know what I mean? This is not a YouTube show that we record for. It's for the podcast here. But when we record this, we do it through Skype. So I can see him in real time. I can see his facial expressions. I can see his body language when he talks about this. And when we start talking about his softball endeavors, man, he, I mean, it perks him right up. And he gets so excited about it. And he had every right to be. Because, again, this is important to him. Now, um, if anybody that listens to this, if you're friends with him on, like, Facebook, um, you know, this past week he posted something about the team going undefeated. They were pre, they had won the the league championship um, just because of their win-loss record. Like, nobody was, was going to catch up to them. Nobody could touch them. And they were getting ready for their playoff run, something that he was very, very, very much looking forward to. Well, what winds up happening, and I don't know what the whole story is because I haven't had an opportunity to really sit down and and pick his brain about it. And I don't even know if he knows exactly what, what happened, but there was a contingency of his teammates that, for whatever reason, uh pulled out of the team to the point to where there was no finding enough substitutes to fill those vacant spots because so many of the of his teammates had pulled out for whatever reason justified or not um you know you get one or two you know that's understandable but when when you're getting like a a strong faction within that team that have now bowed out um, it causes a lot of different emotions. One of them is anger. One of them is is disappointment be, be, because the amount of people that pulled out from his team was so damning to their team. They had to withdraw from the playoffs. And you want to talk about fired up. Now I've I've listened to Jim on on the phone go through every emotion under the sun. I've heard him happy, I've heard him pissed. I've heard him optimistic, I've heard him heartbroken. I and but this was an emotion that it was a combination of a lot of things. And you know what? For as much shit as I give him because of the softball thing, my heart sank for him. Because I knew how much this means to him. I knew how much he was looking forward to going into the playoffs and, and, and to see how far they could make it. Maybe they could have won the whole fucking thing. But you know what? We're never going to know. Do you know why we're never going to know? Because there was a contingent of his team that bailed on the, on the rest of them. Now. You can sit there and say, well, you don't know what's going on and you don't know what's happening. Look, and I understand that. I I said that a little bit ago. I totally, I totally get that. That's a valid argument because I don't know. But w- what I do know is this. When there is that many people that are pulling out to where the rest of the team has to forfeit, that's a lack of commitment. That is, that is letting the rest of your team down. 
because, you know, it's, and for what? Because you didn't want to play anymore because it got too hot because we were going into what we call the dog days of summer. Uh, yeah, it's summertime in Michigan. You're playing outdoors. It's not like this is the first time this has happened. I mean, it happens usually around this time every fucking year. It gets hot out. It gets comfortable. It, it, it gets miserable. It gets uncomfortable. It gets sticky. Things become moist. They, you know what I mean? And I, I get it. I do. But if you didn't think that you wanted to, if you if you had any inclination that you were not going to see this thing through all the way to, to the end, regardless if you're holding up a trophy or a plaque at the end of the season, including the playoffs, you should have never fucking signed up to begin with. You should have let those spots open for people who were committed, to people that weren't going to bail on their team. And the more I sit here and think about it, and the more I, I replay the short conversation that I had with him over the telephone, the more pissed off I, I, I get about it. Because it's not fair. It's not fair to the rest of the team. It's not fair to my best friend. It's not fair to every, to every single person that that team and their run meant something to. If you follow him on, on Facebook, you can see that you've seen the pictures they were they were so happy. They were they were you know, yeah. It's softball, but in their mind, man, they were making a run towards something, something that meant something. And to have like what, quarter of the team, half the team, pull out for what? Why? You couldn't give anybody heads up. It kind of makes you a butthole, all of you. It's 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 a lack of it's a lack of commitment. It's a lack of respect. Really, if you want to bottom line it, come up with every excuse under the sun. I don't give a fuck. I don't. I don't care what your excuses are because at the end of the day, that's what they are. They're excuses. Because you can't have that many people that are dealing with the exact same thing unless they come from one. Big ass family, and something catastrophic has happened. I don't believe that that's the case. If it is, I will be the first one to come on here next week and apologize. But from my understanding, that is not the case. So you all suck, in my opinion. And um, and that's not fair. So I hope whatever excuse that they used to bail on the rest of their team and subsequently put a halt to what was probably the the best one of if not the best you know softball seasons that my buddy has ever been a part of i know that because you know i've known jim for a long time and for as long as i've known him softball has been a thing and I've never heard him as excited and optimistic and upbeat about any other softball season as I had about this one. And it's, it's, it is a damn shame. It is. It's a shame for the remaining members of that team. It's horrible. There's really no excuse for it. You know what I mean? And um, 
I just, man, I, I feel so bad. I feel bad for Jim. I feel bad for the rest of, of, of his teammates. And, um, you know, I don't know what he's going to do from here in terms, you know, in, in relation to what his future with this particular team is. Um, you know, that's something that he's going to have to, to decide. Do I have my opinions on it? Absolutely. I do. Absolutely. do. In fact, when, um, when he first told me this, I believe one of the first things I said, and it was, you know, it was in the spur of the moment. It was, um, raw emotion because I could I could hear the anger and the disappointment in my friend's voice. And um you know I told him flat out I was like hey go on Facebook and put him on blast which is <laughs> you know ordinarily by and large that is the last thing that I would re- I would recommend to anybody. But at the same time I wanted to say something to get my friend's mind off this bullshit, and that's what it comes down to, bullshit. And um, and I told him, I was like, put their asses on blast, man. Let everybody know what pieces of shit you have for, for teammates that didn't think enough of the rest of your teammates to see this thing through. I don't know. I don't know what the right answer is. Now, I don't think he did because I certainly haven't seen anything about it, which is by and large are, you know, that's probably the right the right route to go. And I was kind of hoping he was going to come on this week so he would have this avenue, but knowing Jim the way I do, I don't believe he would have because that's the kind of guy he is. Even with the level of disappointment and anger that he had, he still maintains a great level of professionalism. And, um, you know, we, we could sit here and talk shit to each other all day long and twice on Sunday. But um, at the end of the day, when, we, when we're dealing with other people outside our very close-knit circle, you know, we handle things, quote-unquote, the mature and professional way. And by and large, putting people on blast on social media is not the right way to go. And I know that. But God damn, man. I was uh, I was pretty bummed out for, for my friend. And, um, you know, I, I, I get it. Like, I've, I have experienced those levels of disappointment and, and let down and, you know, it borderlines heartbreak because you had all these plans, you had all these expectations, you had all this optimism that you were going to do something special, special for them, special for you, special for the rest of your team. When you have a lack of commitment, a lack of dedication to the point to where it sinks the entire ship, it makes those people exactly what they are, bottom feeders. They're at the bottom for a reason. And, um, you know, it's terrible. So I guess the moral of the story here this week is, if you're going to commit to something, 
if you're going to sign up for something, if you're going to be part of a sport, if you're going to be part of a team, if you're going to be part of an organization, if you're going to be part of anything like that, to where it depends on a group effort for you to achieve any level of success, you need to see that shit all the way through. Because if you don't, it's not just you that doesn't get to experience all that. You're fucking everybody else, too. And for what? If you're not wholeheartedly invested in it, don't waste anybody's time. Yours, theirs, or anybody else's. Because at the end of the day, that's what it is. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of space. So, Jim, brother, I know you're going to hear this because, you know, you're going to see this pop up on, on, on the Tea Time feed. And I just want you to know, man, you know, and I know there is a lot of our friends that, that will feel the same way once they hear this. We, we're sorry. We are truly and wholeheartedly sorry that you had to deal and the rest of your team had, had to deal with non-committal bottom feeders who's only worried about themselves and not about everybody else. And uh, we have, I know, I have no doubt, man. He's he's gonna bounce back. Whether it's later on, I don't, I don't even know if they do like a fall season. I don't know. Probably not because I know fall. That's when he starts getting into the whole hunting thing, and you know that's a more isolated type type of activity. And I get that. So I mean, if that's what he's going to focus on, he's going to be wholeheartedly zeroed in, invested. But if he comes back next, you know, next spring, next summer, and gets involved with this team or another team or whatever he's going to he's going to put his all in because that's what he does he is committed he is dedicated and you won't find a better teammate than Jim Burgett just a couple of quick thoughts here on this abbreviated version of uh, tea time and uh we certainly appreciate you tuning in this week. I know this is a short one, but uh we you know like I said, I wanted to get something out there this week. So uh hopefully Jim will be back with us next week for you know our regularly scheduled programming. Um and you can also check out all the rest of our shows under the Jackal Creations Podcast Network. Until next, until next week, a new episode, one way or the other, will drop on Thursday at 1 a.m. You can get it here on Anchor.fm or within half an hour later over on Spotify. And for all the latest news and information, you can check out our official Facebook uh, page. Just look for Tea Time on Facebook. So we will see you next Thursday right here with another thrilling installment of Tea Time.